Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Don't pump I'm but a dance dance. Wear these spandex pants, pants. My ass looks good when I dance, dance. Don't pump I just dance, dance. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the planet. I'm your host, Megan Granger, and as always, we are joined by co-host Dana Moon. Hi, vibrators. Big gift today, Whitney Ullum's back. Biggest gift. Our guest today is Whitney Ullum. She's a sexuality and breathwork coach. She does private one-on-ones and hosts a beautiful sexuality, tantric, witchcraft. We we, we called it witchcraft, but it's not. But it's a f- empowering, feminine, amazing group. It's the last Wednesday of every month. Yep. And um, yeah, we talk about the circle. We talk about orgasms. She's offering $75 private sessions with her. So... She said she would, you know, do that for vibrators. So I wanted to just get it out to them as quickly as possible. Where can they find that? Um, go to her Instagram, Whitney Ullum, and you can contact her from there. Perfect. Yeah. Um, just really quick update. You tried to have sex with your landlord. Oh, my God, you guys. I, I need to stop drinking. And I know I keep saying this, but <laughs> it just keeps happening. And I, re- I was on Instagram, and he posted a video of him, like, in a CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. shirtless. You had a few body. glasses. I had a few glasses of wine. I commented something silly. And then he texted me right immediately, and I was like, oh, it's on. You were like, DTF. But I kind of, I think I was, I think that this is what I learned. Okay. Yes, I came on to my landlord, and maybe that's inappropriate. But I have never felt more empowered in my life mm-hmm. coming on to a man and putting it out there. By the way, you guys, I've never done this before. I've never, literally, I told him. <laughs> he said he has to go to sleep at 11.15. You were like, I need 10 minutes. And I said, but would you extend your curfew, our bedtime, for a special holiday? <laughs> He goes, well, what's the special holiday? I go, well, you didn't know? He goes, no. I go, you're going to wrap something up and give it to me. (laughs) How did I not? Like, I literally spelled it out. And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow. Wow. Dana, this is, and we talk about sex magic later, but I think this is sex magic right here. Is this sex magic? Because I didn't manifest it. He blew me off. Dude, I'm. It's a gift from the universe that he blew me off because he is. It's so. I mean, he's like my property manager. <laughs> I see him all the time, and he like might be kind of crazy, and he has a key to my apartment. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I think the universe gave you a gift, and I'm so proud of you for just spelling it out because that is not your usual style. I've never done this before. It's beautiful. It's and a beautiful thing. I wasn't even like upset when he kind of blew me off. I was like, it's okay. I got my vibrator. <laughs> I'm all good. I want to start being more aggressive with men. I love it. I that think aren't my landlord. I think that's absolutely in tune with you. Um, I'll just fill you in really quickly. I met two guys this weekend. One of them was the hottest guy I've ever seen. My friend Joel was like, come over to my house now. He's sitting outside. He looks like Josh Hartnett with glasses. Like he looks like a like oh my God. a Superman. What happened? 
So I was like, oh my gosh, he's really cute. And she took me inside and she was like, Megan, he thinks you're really cute. He really likes you. But like your makeup is so crazy. Jill's an amazing makeup artist, plays an eyeliner. She's like, I I don't even know how you left the house like this. Like I was trying out new makeups and they didn't match my skin at all. So she took me upstairs and like fixed my whole face up. And I looked like a totally different person and came back downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Like a different hairdo and everything. And like just sat back down by him where they were And acted like nothing happened. And I was like, hey. And so then we start talking and I'm like, wow okay I mean here he is like he's perfect and he's like so is that your real voice and I was like yep (laughs) what yeah he just thought that I was like doing a voice are you serious yeah was that the conversation yeah then I was too insecure to keep talking to him I was like he needs to he's like change your face change your voice trying to speak like this for a while but I was like I can't this is yeah this is my voice um then the next night we went to a party we met a really really hot guy he said something very what did he say the next morning to me it was very romantic he said I'm trying to remain calm about you that was sweet we really connected over Abraham Hicks he loves all of it he's very handsome we were gonna go out and then my friend was like heads up he just got out of a relationship a week ago and i was like and Ooh. i'm not into it I, so it, why don't you this is a chance for you guys to be friends yeah for a couple months yes an abraham hicks friend who's handsome and has a motorcycle i'm I wanna go for so it. excited about you guys sexting each other abraham hicks videos <laughs> like building momentum <laughs> Oh, wow. That actually is really hot. Um, Okay, so we need to get out of here because they need the studio for somebody else. But we love you so much, Vibrators. Please go rate the podcast five stars. Please join us on Facebook. Superficial Magic. Yes, Superficial Magic Vibrators. So we can talk to you in person. Um, Dana Moon on Instagram. Megan Granger on Instagram. and Dana Moon me. Yeah, this is a very orgasm-heavy episode, um, as Whitney says. Your orgasm matches your vibrancy. So oh, I love that get so much. in there. We talk about sex magic, mm-hmm. how to manifest what you want through kind of like, I feel like it's like giving yourself Reiki is what, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like imagining like a ball, a vibrant ball, like starting off in your base. Yeah. In your root chakra. In your root chakra. And, and working it up. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. If I could, I don't think I could do what she does because I can't even explain it (laughs) and then her base and then the top and you guys know what I'm talking about we'll let her do that we'll let her do that yeah perfect all right Whitney let's get right into it let's do it orgasms orgasms (laughs) say it on three orgasms (laughs) okay what is an orgasm what is an orgasm So I love this question because we kind of tend to think of orgasm as like this scientific thing that happens to our bodies. Like I think if you looked it up in the dictionary, it would probably say like, it's a pulsation inside of your vagina or something like that. Maybe nothing like that. I don't know. But um, no, that's pretty much it. I looked it up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, But orgasm really, and we touched on this last time actually in the podcast, But it really is made up of three different components. It's made up of pleasure or sensation. So first you have to be able to feel what's happening, feel some sort of pleasurable tingles, heat, anything that's happening in your body. And then that sensation has to be able to expand. 
So it has to be able to move, it has to be able to grow, it has to be able to like shift and change. And then the last component, which is what most people struggle to experience, I think, is a mind shift. So some sort of alternate thing has to happen where you're not your personality, you're not all the constructs of who you are in daily life. So usually for women, this is surrender or maybe like an emptiness or like at one with consciousness or some sort of spiritual connection. So you're supposed to surrender during the orgasm? Mm-hmm. I try to like control it. That's, <laughs> yeah. is that wrong? Yeah. It's not wrong, but surrender allows more energy to move through your body okay. and the possibility for tension is less. So any places where you're tensing down yeah. or um, constricting your body in any way, it just stops all the energy that the orgasm is wanting to move. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. Yeah. So relaxation. Relaxation, breath, mm. movement, sound, flow of energy, like all of those things are what create orgasm. So why are they good for us? Like why should we even care about them? Yeah. Other than the fact that they feel amazing. They feel amazing, one, which should be partially reason enough, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, this was brought to my attention uh, this morning, actually, something my teacher said. The, the vibrancy of your orgasm, 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 <laughs> uh, the vibrancy of your orgasm is equal to the vibrancy of your life. Whoa. I love that. Whitney. Right? I felt it. <laughs> like, let's just I take a that. moment wow. and really feel that. I mean, you know, as a woman who lived a lot of her 20s without ever having an orgasm, I felt like I had friendships, I had cool relationships, I was doing fun things, I was traveling, but the quality of vibrancy in my life felt pretty low. So uh, just to address that really quickly, can some people not have an orgasm? Unless there's some sort of really severe medical condition mm-hmm. or you know paralysis or anything like that in the legs or sexual region, there's no reason a woman or man can't have an orgasm. Got it. So yeah. it just takes maybe some patience and some experimenting and that kind of a thing. Because we have a friend who has never had one and doesn't think she ever can. But is that friend you? Yeah. <laughs> um, she's she's this really pretty cool girl. You guys would love her. Um, <laughs> um, I think I've only had one type of orgasm. In the clitoral. Mm-hmm. Am I even saying that right? <laughs> clitoral. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, but that's. That, I think that's the only. T- I've, I'm like. I guess that's the only orgasm I've, I have, and I'm like. I've like settled. I'm like. I guess this is just sex for me with myself. Um, yeah. So clitoral orgasms are usually the easiest for women to have. Um, it's the opposite for me. I don't really experience literal orgasms really easily Mm -hmm. um i experience them more internally or through my whole body but it's just like anything like uh like they talk about in meditation or or just in psychology in general the more that you like groove a path 
Mm. It just kind of that's what gets connected in your in your brain, in your body, your mind body. So we have like an orgasm neural pathway. Yeah, exactly. That's how you've always done it. It's easy to go there. Mm -hmm. That route is already grooved. But there are lots of other possibilities for you. It's just figuring out tools and techniques and ways to start to move your body in a different direction if that's what you really want. So that would be like starting mental, I guess. Is that what? Well, the desire has to be there. Yeah, the intention. And then different breath exercises, different focus, sounding. A lot of times clitoral orgasms are a bit easier because we hold so much tension, emotion, anxiety, pain in our cervix, in our womb, in our pussy, in that area. So it it can tend to be a lot more numbed out or locked down. I like feel myself clenching every day. Am I like repeating myself? Did I say this on the last episode? Last episode together? No, go (laughs) constantly clenching. I'm like, what am I like holding? Mm. Nothing is like trying to get in there, but I'm like constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I read too many cosmopolitans that are like Kegels. That could be. I don't know. You know, and that's the thing is it's like it's so specific to every person. But even just hearing you say that, the like clenching and protecting. Yeah. I mean, we kind of have lived in a society for a long time where that kind of feels like the case. Like we have to protect this part of ourselves from men, right? Mm. That's kind of the story that we're told growing up. Men only want your pussy. They only want sex. Uh, You're only good for being fucked. Can I say that here? I yeah. Um, we love swearing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and so, yeah, there is this, like, very protective piece of us that, that wants to keep that part of us safe. Of course. It's, like, so sensitive. You were saying downstairs to us that you can actually have anger-gasms and sad-gasms. You can. Tell us more. Yeah. So one of the really key components to having great orgasms, great sex, a great life in general is being able to freely feel emotions. Um, And so a practice like this would look like bringing anger into your body or experiencing anger and just feeling it on a purely sensational level. So what does anger feel like in your body? Does it feel warm? Does it feel hot? Does it feel solid? Does it feel thick? And seeing if you can just move those sensations through your body. So you're just, you are the person experiencing anger. You are not your anger. You are just the vessel through which anger is moving, right? And if you can feel that just on a sensation level, then you can start to mix it with pleasure and use pleasure, use sex as a way to move anger. Wow. And to experience these like quote unquote negative emotions in a way that's like deeply satisfying and you can use it as like fuel. Like, yeah, it's like being alive. You're like, I'm alive. Yeah. I'm just feeling anger. That's not my anger necessarily. Yeah. Also, what like a what a powerful tool that is and that you can use in your life. Yeah. Because so I, it's like so many things happen where you experience anger and rather than attaching to it, like if you've done that once. I imagine that afterwards, anytime anger comes up, you don't attack, you don't attach to it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes... Which is very freeing. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. And you can do that with any kind of sensation. You know, we're human and we, we want to attach story and have everything make sense. But if you can just really allow yourself to feel the sadness, feel the anger, 
you can use it as fuel for your body. Mm-hmm. And we're so conditioned to think that sex is just about pleasure that we really limit ourselves in the full capacity of what sex can be, of what orgasm can be. Because your sexual experience is like the whole of life, right? It's like what I said at the top, like the vibrancy of your orgasm is like the vibrancy of your life. And your life isn't going to be that vibrant if you never feel anger, if you never feel sadness, if you're never fearful. Mm -hmm. You're not a whole person if you're not experiencing those emotions. So taking it out of the narrative and putting it into the physical, very zen, very, very (laughs) deep work. Um, Wow. Yeah. And letting another person hopefully sometimes be there with you. But if you're doing it by yourself, that's fine too. But that's very vulnerable. It's super vulnerable, but it's incredibly liberating. Yeah. And, you know, all, all of us, we're searching for kind of what the experience of orgasm can give us surrender, feeling something bigger than ourselves, being out of our normal kind of everyday personality, feeling energy deeply, like feeling fully alive. And to be able to share that with someone is what we all want, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's vulnerable, <laughs> yep. but you kind of got to make friends with the vulnerability. You were also saying that... Um, our orgasms are kind of attached to like an energy system so our chakras essentially so that's on the last podcast which if you haven't listened to it you guys have to (laughs) i've listened to it 90 times yeah um i've re-listened to it i'm like whoa i'm learning stuff again you said that you had a heart orgasm so really connecting to that physical and moving the energy through your breath through your movement through all of that can kind of it's kind of realigning your chakras Yeah, it's opening up like an energy channel, essentially through your whole body. And when you start to do that, and you can do this in self-pleasure, you can do this in sex, and you can also just do it like if you're breathing or doing this practice without self-pleasuring or sexuality. But when you're starting to try to move the energy through the orbit of your chakras, you'll start to notice where the energy is stuck and where it feels difficult to move. Right. Um, and then you just keep working with that piece, you know, like there's reasons our hearts shut down. There are reasons that we like contract around our solar plexus or, you know, we don't speak up and our throat chakra is blocked. There are all these reasons, but being able to work with your own energy, your own breath, your own sound, like this holistic way of working through these energy blocks, it's really powerful for your sexual life. You probably need to be in therapy or, like, work one-on-one with somebody like you if you're doing this, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, other than, like, YouTube videos, right? Yeah. there's an online course. Yeah, my teacher has a couple online courses. Um, and there's lots, there's lots of information you can find on the internet these days, right? You can really find anything. But having someone there to guide you because it is always so specific to the individual person like our bodies are so complex um, our traumas our pain bodies why we shut down where we shut down it's so unique um, that it's really helpful to have someone guiding you through some of this like one-on-one or in group trainings or anything like that Uh, but you can start to experiment with it on your own for sure 
I'm ready. I'm signing up for for classes with Whitney. <laughs> well, we went to your um, magic circle. Women's... I love that y'all were calling it like a tantric witch sex circle. <laughs> we, by the way, what do you call it? Because we called it everything but the name you gave it. I'm going to call it what you guys call it from now on. Um, I just call it a women's sexuality circle. I took a photo of the what you had created in the middle. Just you had like oh, yeah. crystals, candles, mm-hmm. beautiful pieces. And uh, so many women like good friends of mine messaged me and they're like I'm, I don't know what this is I'm coming with you <laughs> they're like I have beautiful. to come. yeah it's so even like even just like the vibe of what mm. you're creating I feel like people are like yes I don't know what this is but yes cool awesome <laughs> and what did you tell them about it <laughs> I told them that they just have to come yeah I was like come with an open mind yeah I think that's the best because I came to it and I didn't even know what we were going to be doing me I didn't either. even know you were going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't either. <laughs> Surprise guest. <laughs> you really were. But yeah, it was, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff like that, you know, like healing groups mm-hmm. and I've done like sound baths and um, just kind of gotten together with a group of like to be vulnerable and discuss things we're going through and working through. But that, I just feel like, um, sorry, I'm getting off the subject of orgasms. No. But yeah, it was so amazing. Like, everything about it. It was, like, pure magic happening in the room. And mm-hmm. every single woman that was there was... Everyone was, like, on the same plane. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it was, everyone was just so vulnerable. It truly was, like, really healing. Cool. Awesome. And I realized um, my pussy is blocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very blocked. You're, like, breathe into it. And I'm, like, I don't feel anything <laughs> down there. Yeah. Are but we like, sure? <laughs> are you there? Um, is this thing on? <laughs> but <laughs> what powerful information right mm-hmm. I can't feel my breath there mm, I she's can't. feeling numb I don't feel connected to her I mean that's a I'd say that's a huge start huge start right yeah to even just be asked to connect to that piece of us when have you ever been asked to do that yeah never, never. even during sex and also I mean I feel like anytime I do talk about sex or sexuality it's always like jokes mm. yeah because of comedy yeah and a part of me is real, like, especially since meeting you, I'm like, okay, like, this isn't full, like, this isn't really a joke all the time. Like, there can be <laughs> funny things, but... Totally, like, embodying it as as something sacred, too, instead of just funny, which we both do. Yeah. 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 Um, back, back on the track of orgasms, you well, guys. Well, wait a second here. <laughs> wait a second. Um... I'm curious, what what made it feel so different than some of the other circles that you have been to? Or, like, what felt, why do you think it was powerful? I think that um, it had to do with feeling, like, safe. Mm. It just felt more of a safe setting to kind of go there. You know, and I wasn't, I feel like I didn't enter like trying to do something. Mm -hmm. I didn't have like an intention or I didn't like, I I wasn't trying to accomplish anything. I was just going in there with an open mind being like, okay, whatever is going to come up, I'm going to like be here for it. Awesome. So yeah, maybe I'm different. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I felt that too. It's so, I think it's all women. You, you're, you have a really calming presence. And yeah, it's just, it's also connected to being vulnerable. And um, that is exactly what it allowed us to do. 
and I definitely had better orgasms after. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're all self-inflicted. <laughs> Is that a, Gorgeous. a way of saying it? But um, the interesting thing about it is those orgasms, I wasn't, like, it, usually I have to think about something sexual. Mm-hmm. And this was more just, like, breathing, like, universe. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt, it felt expansive and love. Like, it didn't feel sexual, per se. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah. Well... You, Go ahead. Do you think the highest frequency of the universe is just like an orgasm? Raw sexual orgasm? energy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Yeah. Can I see that for yeah. a second? I'm going to write it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that made me think of a couple different things here. So sex magic. Yes. And then um, I'll just talk about this right now. So hearing you say that, Megan, um, that your orgasm didn't feel sexual. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these stories that we've put on what is sexual and what is not. And that most people have spent their whole life having sex or self-pleasuring in their mind or somewhere else. Yeah, like in porn. fantasy, which is fine. watching yeah. porn. Um, yeah, needing something outside. But it's like the experience that we're all wanting is the deep connection with our own body, right? Mm. A deep connection with what's inside of us, with our own turn on, with our own power for pleasure, our own ability to use this raw power that we all possess for our own nourishment. And people aren't getting that when they're addicted to something outside. Wow. And fantasies are, are beautiful and some porn is beautiful, right? But you want to be able to be fluid in the way that you experience your sexuality. It's like too too much of anything is is not good. Right. You need some um some vegetables with your junk yeah, food. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what should we sex magic? Sex, sex magic. Sex magic. Um, yeah. So Dana, you bringing up like this power is like the bit highest power in the world or the universe or however you said it. Um, yeah, your sexual energy is like raw power. And sex magic is a practice of using your sexuality, that raw sexual power, to manifest, basically. And you can do this with yourself or with a partner. And this is like one of my favorite self-practices to do. I love doing it with my partner as well. We actually did it the other day. Um, But I, especially for people who are very energetically sensitive, it's really amazing. Party so, of two, Dana. Party of two. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if you want to do a sex magic practice, you would get yourself all set up for sexual play and bringing to mind something you are wanting in your life. So it could be money. It could be a new relationship. It could be, you know, better health, what, whatever you're wanting, right? Really bringing that in, setting that intention. And then starting to turn yourself on, or if you're doing this with a partner, turning each other on. And starting to just cycle the sexual energy once it builds. So you don't want to do this practice if you're like feeling depressed or you're not in a good mood or you're just feeling like funky. in a low state. Yeah. 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 You, you don't have to do it with like real big sexual energy, but you want it to be at least loving or sensual or some kind of high, high state. Um, But if you are going to do it with sexual energy, you'd turn yourself on, touching yourself. And then you'd start to just imagine like a pearl ball in the center of your cervix. 
and you start to just uh, cycle that energy. So you'd cycle it from your cervix to the back of your tailbone, and you'd do that for about a minute to three minutes, depending on like how open you are. And then you move that pearl ball of light from your cervix up to your solar plexus. Whoa. So you're using your turn on and you're moving the sexual energy up your body into the different chakras. So cycling it through your solar plexus, back down your cervix, then up through your heart. So it's going up the back of your body, down the front, into your throat chakra, the third eye, and then your crown. So, and you can start to feel the quality of your desire and the sexual energy start to change as it moves through the chakras. So it's, you can feel it start to get like lighter and more tingly as it like kind of moves up your body. At least that's my experience. Cause the, you know, your root chakras and your sexual energy is more like raw and earthy and heavier. Kind of dense. Denser. Yeah, exactly. And so you're just moving that sexual turn on through all of your chakras and you don't have to climax, but if you did, you would do it sending it out once you got up to the crown sending it and out you'd send it out like with your orgasm oh my god like your intention <laughs> like with your, your intention yeah. yeah you'd send it out into the universe like dollar dollar bills coming out <laughs> of my looked, head yeah i feel like this is the best way to manifest ever yes this is the most powerful because just like in meditation your body is in a more receptive state to intention or you know different things uh your sex when you're turned on your body is crazy open Mm. to intention manifesting all that kind of stuff so you send it out with orgasm or not and then you see it kind of like raining back down over you whoa and then you bring it back down through all of your chakras (laughs) dana and i are smiling like two-year-olds at christmas we're like yes and if you're doing with a partner you just literally walk through it together okay Okay, now now we're going that's what i was wondering you 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 try to yeah you just do it together interesting so you can't be doing this while having sex it's more of like a play on play oh okay so what i've done with my partner is we like turn each other on we really talk about our intention we like think about it in five senses reality so what it look like what would we feel what would we see what would we hear if we had this thing that we wanted um and then you know because it takes a little while to get yourself ready for mm-hmm. penetration um if you're having sex with a man or a woman i guess um and so when i'm ready and feel good to go then we just start the process so once he's inside of me then I, we start cycling the turn on down in that root chakra sacral chakra and then up and so, up and up and up and up and up and up. here's a question we got a lot because okay. uh, we got hundreds of emails after you were really on. Like, oh my god I mean, send them my way. Yes, I answer them. This is like you're doing God's work right now. With I am. Me. I feel like I am. Um, what if you, your partner, is somebody you've been with, and he's not, he does not understand why you're suddenly like, let's do this. And maybe you've even, we have a friend who listened to your podcast, and she's like, I've been faking with orgasms for a really long time, and I don't know how to suddenly be like. I won't, let's try something different because he's like no this works so well like why don't we just stick to this and and how do you like bring this sense of spirituality into sex without hurting their feelings or without you know I don't know yeah that's a good question um 
you know, and it's it's case by case. You have to feel into where your partner's at. And if they're not ready for all of the kind of energetic stuff, that's fine. You know, you don't have to like over talk it. But I think all partners are pretty open if it's like, let's try this thing. It might really activate my body. I might really have an amazing orgasm. Yeah. You know, like if they see that it's affecting you in a positive way in your sexual experience, then what partner wouldn't support that? You know, maybe they don't feel things as energetically as you or they're they're not into like calling it sex magic. But yeah, I think most guys and partners want their partner to feel pleasure. Yeah. Even if it's kind of going like a little bit out of the norm. Totally. For them. Right. Yeah. And if they don't, then that's a different issue, right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, as far as someone who's been in a situation where they've really been faking, I mean, get yourself in a new situation. Like, have a conversation about it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, hey, look, I've been faking it for years (laughs) now. (laughs) We got to really chat about this. But maybe, you know, opening a conversation of like, I've been hearing this stuff about what my body can experience and and different ways that I can experience pleasure. I'd really like to start experimenting with that. And it might look like me not having an orgasm every time. It might look like, you know, some things that we haven't experienced before, but I think it's really going to take our sexuality and our connection to the next level. If you say that to someone and they're not open to it, then come on, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a different conversation. You're right. You're right. Okay, so how can they work with you? How can everyone in the whole entire universe get in touch with you and work with you? You need to be writing a book right yes. now. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, I do need to write a book. Or you could write a book and we could put my name on it. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> I really want to write a book. Um, so you Skype with people, people all over the world? Okay. Yeah, it's um, Zoom. If you ever use Zoom. It's like a Skype program. Um, but what's really cool right now is y'all have a real opportunity to get some cheap uh, sessions with me. I'm doing $75 sessions right now as part of my graduation requirement because I'm still finishing this this program that I'm in. Um, yeah, the sessions are an hour long. They're done virtually in the comfort of your own home. And they just get really deep and really specific into exactly what you want And starting, that's another thing that I just want to touch on. So much counseling and coaching starts with like, what's wrong? What do we need to fix? Mm. I don't start that way. I start with, you're already whole. What do you want? Like, let's work with your desire. And then anything that comes up that's that's blocking that desire is what we'll work on. And we're going to blast right through it with an orgasm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How quickly, when you do the sex magic... Do you see your manifestation? <laughs> I feel like it, it comes pretty quick. Yeah. Have you done it in the past and it came like the next day? No, I haven't had that. Dana, like, you can't start masturbating right now, okay? <laughs> Guys, I already started the process. <laughs> um, I haven't seen that quick of a turnaround, but I've also been putting out like some pretty massive desires. Okay. Um, but yeah, when I'm, one of my teachers was like, my relationship with money started to totally change when I started to do sex magic. Ooh. Like, big time. And that is one of the things that my partner and I, when we did the practice this this week, was around finances and money and 
so far I've had some pretty unexpected things come in. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It works. Whitney, we're Megan. obsessed with you. We really Aww. are. Um, you have you have the women's circles every third Wednesday? Every last Wednesday of every last the Wednesday. Month. Okay, well, yeah. we're going to be there for all of them. So, <laughs> And we have more people coming. Yeah, right? so. they're going to be really large. I hope there's room. <laughs> right. I know, I heard you all talking on the last one. <laughs> like, yeah. We're like, he's listening right now, and she's like, there better be people there. I don't want it to be small. <laughs> oh, because I'm, we were telling everybody about it, and Megan's like, no, we don't want to get the word out. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I want Whitney all to myself. Guys, this is really hard. What would happen is we would just create, you know, groups. Like there would be a group that met the last Wednesday, a group that meets the third Wednesday, a group Mm -hmm. that comes every Wednesday, which is me every day. (laughs) Um, And and if somebody just like quickly closing on this, if somebody's really shy, Mm -hmm. how do you you can still work with them, right? Because I imagine the people who need it the most are like, I can't Skype with or Zoom with some girl in California about my pussy and like this shit no i'd love to but i can't but what you can what, you can yeah you're easy to talk to yeah i hope so yeah you know i i really want to work with people like that too because i felt like that for a long time yeah um and you know we're, i'm not going to give you sex magic after the first session right. right if you're feeling like completely disconnected from your body we really work exactly where you are but giving you practices that will really help and open up your body and, and help you feel in charge of your own healing and your own sexual destiny. So you start Ooh. small, so it's not too like overwhelming for anybody Mm-mm. who no, is like this might be a little too like taboo right away, and they they want to talk about it, but like you ease in. Yeah, I don't have any agenda. In. There's nothing that I have to get to when I'm working with anyone. It I'm following exactly what's coming up for that person and and where they are and what they need and what they're ready for it's a collaboration really love yeah and it's all holistic practices so it's just getting you in tune with all the tools that you already have you just need yourself and some coconut oil that's what i found (laughs) (laughs) that's the title of your book it's me and my coconut oil. <laughs> and maybe some weed. Um, Dana, where can they find you on social media? At Dana Moon Me. And where can they find you, Whitney? At Whitney Ellum. And you can find me at Megan Granger. Um, go rate the podcast. The podcast. Go rate the podcast. podcast. That's what I'm calling it now. Five stars. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no. no. Do we do it on a yoga mat? No, no. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.